Okay, welcome to Too Young to Be So Old, episode one. Uh, I'm Andy, and my friend Ben here is with me. I'm a software engineer and big gamer and overall nerd movie buff, and I like to complain about a lot of things and whine about how things could be better. Uh, I think Ben is pretty similar, so Ben, why don't you go ahead and give us a quick intro here? I'm Ben. I'm an orthodontic technician. Uh, love to play games, like Andy said, kind of big old nerd. And it's not just whining, as he kind of said, complaining and whining. That's not exactly what we do. Um, we just like to see things and try to find ways or try to point out things to make them a little better. So we don't want to think that it's just us complaining. It's just kind of us pointing out some some things that we notice in the world that seem a little funky. Right. So like Ben said, not whining, but more kind of seeming like we're two grumpy old men half the time so this podcast is kind of our way of having these conversations not just uh by ourselves on each of our drives home or uh while we're playing madden but uh it's a way that we can you know maybe bring some other people into the conversation and talk with some other friends exactly see if we're just grumpy old men at the age of 30 and 27 respectively or if we have legit gripes Right, I think, exactly. I think I think like everybody on the internet, we're looking for justification. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, so today, I guess just a quick intro. Our topic is we're going to be talking about streaming services and how we both kind of feel like they're going the way of cable, where what was once a really good deal and provided a wealth of content that you actually cared to watch, it's slowly descending into not such a great deal and not that much content in one place. So this is not, you know, obviously we're going to have a ton of different topics. So one week it could be wrestling, one week it could be gaming, one week it could be streaming services. Uh, so that's something that Ben and I want to do is kind of keep this open to a lot of different topics and really just uh, kind of display all the various things we have opinions about. Which is pretty much anything and everything it feels like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's get right into it. You know, uh, our basic format for right now as we're just kind of starting this out is to, uh, you know, intro our topic and maybe dive deeper into some points. Um, so one of the things I guess we probably want to start with is really talking about how many streaming services there are now. Um, if you just look up, you know, top streaming services, you get literally hundreds of different kinds of streaming services where it used to be Netflix and Hulu was like all anybody cared about. Right now you got kind of everything under the sun. There's way too many to name, but like, you know, back when Netflix was first a big thing, right at the end of the demise of blockbuster, you got a streaming service and a DVD package for like 15 a month. And Netflix pretty much had any movie that you could think about wanting and had some great series on there as well. And while their library is still great, like it still has a pretty solid library, it's now being divided and mangled by these uh, niche uh, streaming services uh, from companies like Disney, um, ABC, uh, Fox, all these different ones are just kind of pulling from it. And it, it's losing, I feel like it's losing a lot of the value. Yeah, it's starting to lose it because you got basically all these content owners pulling their stuff out of Netflix because, well, you know, Netflix did great with this. We're going to start our own streaming service. going to be just Disney content on here. People are totally going to pay for that. But, you know, are you really? 
Um, if you look at, you know, some of the top streaming services that we're probably most of us are familiar with, like Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, and maybe like an HBO Now or Sling TV, if you were to get all of them, because maybe they all have something different you want to watch, right, you're looking at spending over 60 bucks a month just on your your content consuming, you know, right? So at that point, it's starting to not be such a good deal as where back in the day with Netflix, right? Even when we all would kind of get those DVDs in the mail and not only use the video their video streaming service, you could get pretty much any movie, brand new releases. Like Ben was saying, it was like their catalog was endless, right? So if it wasn't physical DVD, you could stream it and Basically, you had a full service for 10 bucks a month, and that seems to have slowly kind of disintegrated, right? I mean, it does, because, I mean, if you look now um, for Netflix, you basically $7.99 for standard definition plan on one device. Um, you have a $10.99 per month standard plan that gives you high definition, and you can stream um, two devices uh at the same time. Yeah, and, for ten ninety nine. Yeah, but I mean most people are having to pay for the premium so that you, it's thirteen ninety nine for the Ultra HD and four screens at once because let's just be real honest. If you have a Netflix account, you are probably sharing it with somebody else. And for yeah, those exactly. people who actually pay for Netflix, you the real MVP. Um I know like in, in my family, I, I it's my parents and we give my parents a couple bucks every month to, right, to pay right. for I Netflix. Mean, that's that's kind of like like me for example my parents i still remember when we got netflix like right when the streaming service became a thing so we didn't have it uh before like when it was just dvds i actually right. had this is gonna be a side tangent here and i don't know if i ever told you the story we had a really different weird service that wasn't netflix for a while it was called games and flicks so <laughs> it was not gamefly <laughs> It was not Netflix. It was a magical combination of the two. They had every movie, and they had video games. Uh, so you could rent, you know, at the time, like PS2 games and Xbox games. And you could, you could, you know, it was the same, like, kind of $10 membership. And uh, that was fantastic because, you know, nobody minded waiting two, three days to get that in the mail. And then that company just disappeared one day. Like, I couldn't even send back the games I had rented. They just vanished. So <laughs> uh, that was like the weird, you know, there was a weird intro period to these, you know, services. Because remember, at the same time, Blockbuster was all of a sudden trying to do the whole mail, mail order DVD thing. And they kind of, you know, too little, too late, obviously, right? Can so, we also talk about how the guy at Blockbuster decided not to invest in Netflix because he didn't right. see the value in it? Man. Right, exactly. He could um, have a time machine and go back to that conversation. I know, right? Yeah. I mean that those that it's such a weird, you know, you know, thing to think about when it when it first popped up, it was like so it was so revolutionary to everybody. And I remember um at the time my girlfriend, who's now my wife, was like, Oh, can can we share login? And I was like, Yeah, why not? Right? And it was it was like not even a thought. And then like I think Netflix eventually kind of caught on to the fact, right, that everybody was sharing it between like, you know, ten people, and obviously that changed their uh, their pricing on how many devices you could stream at once. Because I know I had like six, seven friends on on my Netflix at one point, and it was like 
all of a sudden when Netflix started changing that, start disabling people's Xboxes from logging onto my Netflix account. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was getting, you know, getting kicked out when trying to watch something on like a Friday night. So, um, but, you know, obviously the, the whole landscape has changed, right? Where everybody wants to do it because Netflix struck it big. But Right. And the biggest issue I see and the thing that gets me is the price point of all these streaming services. They're just as expensive as Netflix and for much less variety of content. Um, right. So I think the only one that can hold a candle to like Netflix's variety is Hulu, right? Like you have. And I honestly would probably, depending on how you watch TV, would give the edge to Hulu. Yeah. In the streaming services, because if you're like if you're trying to keep up with current shows, Hulu is and much Hulu quicker to get the yeah yeah because Hulu gets those those episodes out quicker. But Hulu also charges you know you're seven ninety nine a month with Hulu, you have to deal with ads. It's like watching regular TV, which is something I've enjoyed. You know I've not seen commercials in forever because of Netflix. Um, right, commercials are just kind of weird now right you know yeah <laughs> yeah we're, we're used to when we watch tv like i know if yeah. i go over to my in-laws it's like oh what's going on over here yeah what, what are the, what are those <laughs> exactly so yeah you know obviously hulu yeah i thought that was kind of the coolest thing about it when it came around is if you wanted to follow a show that stuff was up there the next day which which was great you know, and at the time, you know, still so early, it was like, oh, I don't care about watching commercials, right? But now Hulu offers you, you know, hey, pay $3 more a month and you could stop watching commercials. And you know, Here's, here's your $3. I'd love to Please. see the number of people who haven't jumped on that yet because I bet it's, you know, just pretty small. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would say. Who probably... isn't going to upgrade that? Well, I, I know my wife is one of them, but that's because <laughs> she, she sits there and will, like, binge watch TV shows or do stuff while she's watching. Um, so I, I don't think she minds the commercials as much. Right. But I mean, right. And, and those, I think from the service standpoint are the big two. And now you also have YouTube TV, uh, moving in, which it's, it's pricing is absolutely ridiculous to me. I'm not paying 40, yeah. 40 bucks a month for TV because that's why I don't have cable. It, right. So you're getting like much. network TV for $40 a month. Um, well maybe they have like a better, kind of grouping of channels where you know okay at least i'm i'm paying 40 dollars a month for a bunch of content i care about which may or may not be the case right right but it's not like when you you know you pay 40 dollars for tv from at&t you're not getting anything because you're not paying 40 dollars for it right like it's it's gonna be like 60 or 70 bucks to get any right. kind of package worth it right because you have to get the third tier to get anything that isn't you know the local channel and like the sewing network <laughs> You're not yeah. getting, you know, much variety at the lower, yeah. lower prices, right? And like with YouTube, same thing with Sling. I mean, to me, both of those are just priced in an area that doesn't appeal to me. Right, um, right. Because like for, for Sling TV, for example, um, you know, you've got, it's the 25 channels for 20 a month. That's reasonable. But when you look at the 20 channels you're getting, you're getting nothing that you're going to care about. Um, I feel like if you're getting yeah. something like that, you're getting it for maybe live sporting events, uh, things like that. Right. And you're not getting anything like that till you're spending the forty dollars a month that you're already spending with YouTube TV. Yeah. So like But also if yeah, if you care about live sport events, right? Like there's a streaming service for you, right? But there's probably three different ones 
if you only care about football, you can get yourself, you know, NFL Game Pass. If you only care about basketball, you can get yourself NBA Game Pass, right? Well, have you seen how expensive those services are? And those are incredibly expensive, but those are it's equally as expensive, right? In most cases, to add it onto your cable package. Uh, Well, it it, no, it it's in between, I I think. Because if you look at like say uh, NFL Network is like two hundred eighty five dollars for the season, Jesus, and that's a lot of money for just football, right? Even though you get to see every game, you can't watch every game. Like no, like something that would be cool. One if you could pay a smaller amount to only get the team you care about. Right, like I would only pay for the team that I care about, and like, or like, if you put together an a la carte package, like I want, you know, this team, I want to follow the Dolphins, I want to follow the Panthers, I want to follow the Rams. What am I paying? You know, right? Like that—that that would be worth it. But just saying, you know, here's everything. Same thing with BTV. How many how many MLB games are there in a season? 162. 162. Yeah. There's there's too many. You're not gonna watch them. <laughs> you're not. You're not. And you're not going to watch every game for your team, right? You're not going to watch every game, even for your own team. So, like, it doesn't make any sense for you to spend that insane amount of money for the right. uh, for the amount that they're asking there. Right, and then I mean, you have other, you know, sporting uh, companies, I guess, that have kind of come up with better deals, right? Like, if you look at something like if you're into wrestling, like WWE Network charges you ten dollars a month no 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 it's 9.99 sorry get sorry. it right stay on marketing 9.99 9.99 a month who does not sponsor us um but they could and you get access for the low to, low right? price of the <laughs> wwe network <laughs> so you get access to you know all their original content you get access to all their pay-per-views and you get access to you know the backlog of material going back as far as how far back does it go, Ben? Ever. Ever. It, it's literally, I think there's some pay-per-views on there from like 1982. Yeah. And then yeah, there's exactly. wrestling on there from like the the late 70s. I mean, the, right. the late 70s. It's insane. Um, so, it, it kind of brought us to our next point with mm-hmm. that, though. You know, like we just said, Hulu used to have all this stuff. You would have... Um, the Marvel movies, the DC animated movies, the DC movies, all sorts of anime. Um, I mean, good quality anime. Hulu or Netflix? Do what? You say Hulu or Netflix? Uh, I mean, kind of both. Because for a long time, Hulu and Netflix really just had a lot of overlap to me. Right, that's fair. Um, And it's just kind of now become more original content going back and forth. Um, Right, and I think what's happened a lot also, right, with like... Hulu is it almost became, you know, for a while here until we started seeing this this trend in other companies talking about and beginning to start their own networks. There was the whole kind of idea that once Netflix lost something, it went to Hulu, right? Um, I think I remember like a lot of James Bond movies were on Netflix for a while, and then as they lost that catalog, all of a sudden, you know, those movies start popping up on Hulu, right? So it's like, yeah, it, it seemed that, like, right? yeah, if one company didn't have it, the other company had it. So it was really encouraging you to have both at the same time. Right, right. Because I mean, what happened with Hulu, right, is 
by a lot of these big media companies, right? Like now Disney technically has a stake in Hulu, right? Yeah, and, it's like a third of them or something like that. Right, right. So a bunch of these companies have a stake in Hulu, and another interesting thing about it, I guess, so you got what? Walt Disney, Fox, which is Disney Owned now, by right? Disney now. Comcast. The, the um, devil. Right. NBC Universal. Uh, Turner Broadcasting. Uh, that that's like part of the you know the majority owners right of Hulu and yeah. also you got these companies saying that they're going to pull out and sell their share in Hulu when they go start their own company. So what happens to Hulu when you get a thirty percent share going away? Like what kind of content are you going to have left? Right? Yeah, I mean it, it w- that's all we don't know yet. Right? Um, yeah. But it's basically, I mean, it's the same thing you saw happen with cable. Right. All these different cable companies had all these different packages, and you were choosing your cable company based on who offered you the most. Who right, offered right, you exactly. the most content? And I mean, you, and, had those, you had those big fights with cable, right? Remember, we'd have, you know, DirecTV is losing access to all Viacom channels. So right. Like Nickelodeon and. Cool, MTV your local and, cable provider to save your, your <laughs> right. channels. Right. So it's like, are we going to have, like, you know. <laughs> petitions now online to you know save friends from leaving netflix i mean they kind of did it kind of happened right it kind of did and i'm really sad million dollars yeah i'm really sad that the petition to save friends work but the petition to save scrubs on netflix didn't right only reason i have hulu right exactly um but i mean a whole different conversation is that the netflix scrubs didn't have the original music so it's not good uh, that's yeah. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's that's another podcast. I uh, uh, obtained scrubs through other means, right? Because I wasn't you gonna, did. You I did. wasn't gonna deal with it, right? You did. Um, you did. So I mean, that, that's another thing. And then also, so we haven't even touched on. Let's say you're real big into anime, right? Like you were yeah, saying, all that stuff left Netflix, right? Uh, most of most of the, the new stuff did. Uh, or I should say not the new stuff. Most of the the very for me it didn't affect me as much because I'm a huge fan of Rioni Kenshin and of uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and those are still on Netflix. Although Full Metal Alchemist isn't, I, I think they're missing the last season of Brotherhood. Um, but you you just go other other places to find it, which brings us to like Crunchyroll and Funimation, which are two services charging Netflix money. For a niche area. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So you're paying, you know, I think Crunchyroll sometimes as low as like six ninety nine or something. But Yeah, I want to say it's like $9.99 and, and the same for Funimation. But with Funimation, right. there's a lot of anime on Funimation that at times you could find on Netflix or on Hulu. So it's like, are you going to pay right. for just, are you going to pay for just anime at the same price that you were getting all this other content? Right. And then it's also the same kind of the, the Hulu versus Netflix. Like it's how you watch it. So if you're wanting, you know, anime, at, you know, almost the same time Japan is getting it out, you're wanting Crunchyroll, right? Because well, well, no, no fun. Of, well, what the issue is, Crunchyroll has a more diverse catalog, right. whereas Funimation is just Funimation animes. Right, exactly. But when it comes to the states, Funimation is usually the one bringing the anime over here, so you're still getting a ton of the mainstream anime coming through that Funimation yeah, app. Yeah. Like My Hero Acad- Academia, Dragon Ball Super, all those come through Funimation. Right. Coming right through there. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's so, not... 
you're still very it's still very like fragmented right like you're still having to make a decision but unless you're just deciding you know i'm going to be subscribed to crunchyroll and funimation and netflix yeah. right yeah so you're still having to you know decide like where where is my money going to go and what what thing am i going to either you know miss out on or have to find another way to watch right or yeah, or just you know, forget about right. Pretty much, and then of course, you know, like we were talking a minute ago about you know WWE Network. Just looking at like, there's WWE Network, there's UFC Fight Pass, NHL TV, ESPN Plus. You know, we kind of talked about all those, and it's just like I just want all my sports. Why can't you just like? I mean, ESPN Plus kind of works, but right, that, that ESPN Plus is going to give me a ton of content, but not going to give me like all the games I want to see. No, no, it's not. So it's like everything is making a sacrifice. So what I don't get with, you know, even going back to like, you know, you can make the same uh, argument for ESPN and for Netflix is like, what I don't get is why don't these companies, you know, the license holders and content creators just, just license your stuff out to one company and let the, let the money roll in. Like, why are you spending the money to sit and, you know, Cause you want to create cut your own service. Yeah. You cut the middleman out, and then the profits go directly in your pro- uh, pocket instead of the right, middleman. Right, but you you could cut out your upkeep cost and your server cost, and you know hiring a whole group of developers to you know create this streaming service for you when there's existing platforms, right? That you could just license your stuff out to. I guess I I, I guess it's it's all foreign to me because I'm not in a position where I can get right. to make these decisions. But right. it would make more sense to me. Like I feel like Netflix and Hulu maybe have two big dogs in the fight, and then they're charging whatever they want a month, and then they're just buying the licensings for what they want. And who, right. whoever's giving the bit, it, it would make sense. I mean, you also have Amazon Prime, which I think we yeah. we, we we forgot to mention. We told Included yeah, we totally glossed yeah. over. Included yeah. in your Amazon Prime subscription, or you can pay eight ninety nine a month to get yourself an Amazon Prime. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Prime Video, not your Amazon Prime account, because Amazon right. Prime itself is twelve ninety nine a month. Exactly. So, so if you that two day shipping though is very right. important, so right. you're going to pay that twelve ninety nine for that two day shipping because oh, yeah. you have no patience because you're. Well, if you get if you get a thirty day trial once, you're hooked. Like that's it. It's yeah. over. You're never gonna. Yeah. You're never gonna not be an Amazon Prime subscriber. And as yep. they bring out like you know same day delivery and all that kind of expanding out into the suburbs, even it's it's just not even a question. Like because when you order that anal lube off Amazon.com, you need it same day <laughs> delivery. It's you need it rushed. Yeah, exactly. You're not exactly. ordering it with a lot of time. Um, no, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, it, it's kind of like, like we said, I know we, we talked and we, we kind of talked ourselves in circles here, but it's just, it's frustrating to see because I, I feel like our generation was one of those last ones that were the in-between, like we saw cable, we had cable, we, we saw what it was right? like, yeah, we saw what it was like to have cable and it was like, oh, cable's nice. And then Netflix and stuff like that came in, I'm like, oh, this is even better. This, and yeah. now we're seeing these services that were so great going back to what we were, we used to have and we're like... This is not the nostalgia trip I want. This is terrible. I don't want this. When you think about even the generation that doesn't have, like, I guess the aptitude or the care to, like, update their technology knowledge on a regular basis and keep up with things, it's also, it can be probably pretty confusing, right, to somebody who's not 
real into tech, like where do I jump in on, you know, a device to stream stuff to my TV? Um, and yeah, okay. people who do keep up with technology, like, you know, a lot of us, you know, maybe have a Chromecast or some people just stream off their console, right? Up until like a week ago, you didn't have a Chromecast or anything, right? I still don't have a Chromecast. I actually yeah, went with the Amazon Fire, Fire Stick. Stick. Because telling Alexa to do things is awesome. No, 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 stop. <laughs> I didn't mean for you to do anything. Um, but going back to that older generation, uh, my parents got a smart TV. And smart TVs right. are not for dumb people. No. Um, and it was very frustrating because it is technology that I don't use. So right. I can't and walk my parents through how to set up a smart TV. All oh. I can tell them is read. Just read, read the instructions. Yeah, I mean, to me, smart TVs are even more frustrating than anything because they're like, they, they make them, you know, honestly, they dumb down the whole process of it to try to be, you know, easy. Um, most frustrating thing I think about it is that, like, they almost never receive updates. So you're stuck with whatever version. Yeah, whatever the, version they released with. Yeah, whatever version of the Netflix app, yeah. version of YouTube, all that. You're, you're probably stuck with it unless you're lucky and, like, you know, LG keeps up with updates or <laughs> Samsung keeps up with updates and, like, good luck with right. that, honestly. You know? Yeah. So that's why if somebody's coming to me, I always recommend go with a Fire Stick or go with a Chromecast because that's all tied directly to the apps that are on your phone and it's kept updated, it's maintained, and you're not having to worry about dealing with like an interface that's going to eventually just slow down and be useless. I think for your average consumer, your average user, um, I I think the Roku is the most user-friendly to get into because it operates just like a cable box did. I enjoy the Fire Stick because there's more I can do than just watch television with the Fire Stick. Um, Same with like the Chromecast because I know at your at your place we've used it before to play like Cards Against Humanity stuff like that. It's got a lot of cool functionality like that, which Fire Stick does the exact same thing. Roku not so much. Um, You mentioned it before. Pretty much any gaming console that has an internet connection can connect to Netflix or Hulu, and you can use that to to uh, to watch stuff. Which if you don't have a smart TV, I'd almost guarantee you probably have a gaming console. So there's well, yeah, I guess I mean, look another at, another thing with streaming uh device or streaming apps is the accessibility is everywhere. It's right. It's not like everything. a yeah. It's not a market where you have to market. Hey, you need this to stream. It's just like hey, use our streaming service, which makes it kind of what you said even more frustrating for somebody jumping in. They have no idea where to right. start because like, there's too, where, where too should I, many you know, inputs. Exactly. Like where should I? You know, should I? And I think Roku, like you're saying, I think it's a good point. It's like the the friendliest. Because uh, that's the first one of those devices I remember ever getting. Uh, my parents got like a Roku box, and yeah. it had this little but, silly remote, and it was very slow, but it worked. And yeah. it had yeah. Netflix, and that's about all. Like it was just yeah. Netflix. You couldn't get on Hulu, couldn't do anything else at the time. It was just you have Netflix. Yeah, right? we we had one when I lived uh, when I lived uh, with a friend of mine. We it came with our like internet package or whatever we had right right so so we used it and i can remember sitting there and binge watching dragon ball z <laughs> because it was like the only thing on hulu that i could at the time um so i vividly remember that and, and like we just said with all these price points it almost feels like we're going back in time a little bit because there have been so many pirating services that are taking advantage of this right. uh, this stream debacle, 
you know, I think yeah, I think you're seeing the rise of it, right? Like, and yeah. not LimeWire you know. 2.0. Right. <laughs> like, that reference is going to go over some people's heads, but oh, back yeah. in the, uh, the early 2000s, if you wanted a CD, you did not go to Circuit City or Radio oh. Shack or Walmart. You downloaded that LimeWire and you filled that computer with so many viruses. So many viruses. But that you had no idea what was going on, but you had a banging track. The rise of piracy in like in almost like the easiest way possible. Like go on, go on Facebook Marketplace, go on uh, Craigslist if you want to risk that. And uh, what's Craigslist? For, exactly, search for a Fire Stick because you're gonna find a majority of the ads are selling you a cracked Fire Stick that has access to you know all kinds of piracy apps that allow you to stream, uh, you know whatever movie you want, you know yeah. like. Um, I forget it, the name of all those apps that got really popular for a while. Like, well, let's not let's not mention them <laughs> because right. we don't want to get shut down in the beginning. So, for all of you who want to know more about this, you can look it up on your own time because we're not going to get in trouble right. for but for other seen, means. You know, set top boxes get sold. I, like I see them on Facebook Marketplace all the time, right? Like access, you know, you know. Oh yeah, thousands it, it's of movies it's, free. You know, yeah, and, it, yeah. Probably clueless people buying them. Oh yeah, and it's probably not thousands of movies. It's probably a hundred movies, and then an update comes out, and those people are are not Ill- are not literate <laughs> enough to do it. So therefore, they yeah. have to either go buy a new one or go back to their quote unquote dealer. And be right, like, hey, mine's right. not working anymore. Can you fix this for me? Right, exactly. And I mean, you're having like you know, obviously, um, what started as like uh, XBMC uh, became Cody, and now Cody is, I guess for anybody who keeps up with this, it's really only associated with piracy, right? Because you have all these things you can add on to it to just uh, kind of stream whatever you want. Um, and, and in a way, I think it's it, it's it's causing that rise of, like, you know, kind of music-level piracy again, right? Because, you know, who pirates music anymore? I mean, nobody really pirates music because most people are, you know, just streaming music, kind of like we've been talking about with these, except... I think music streaming apps are reasonably priced for the content you're getting out of. Fantastic, right? Because uh, you don't need more than just Spotify or Pandora. Yeah, you can get one or the other. Now, you may not get everything from every artist. Right. But let's just be real honest. If you want to listen to Jay-Z and you signed up for Tidal, you made your bed now sleep with it. (laughs) Because you messed up. You You messed messed up. up. But, I mean, even, even though, like, you could, you know, I don't know. I feel like Spotify and Pandora are the Netflix and Hulu music streaming, and and I hope we don't see anything different in that kind of a. Uh, we will because artists want to sure make money. Will. Yeah, because artists want to make money. It's going to go the way of of you know Napster 3.0 in this case. Right, because they're paying them. You know, obviously they're paying them pennies for you know every time somebody streams their music. You know. Um, right, but let's, let's be some honest. Artists some might, of, some yes. artists might adapt to that and realize they need to make money in other ways some may just fight it you know like yeah but let's like let's be real honest (laughs) when's the last time you bought an album you know let's go even further back when's the last time you bought a dvd or a blu-ray oh god i i don't think i've ever purchased a blu-ray okay well see you're doing better than me because i like i buy blu-ray if it's a movie i absolutely love i'll buy the blu-ray to support the company so like the last blu-ray i bought um well actually i just bought the harry potter collection on 4k blu-ray hd whatever nonsense it was for my wife for her birthday she loved it um 
but before that, you know, like probably Jurassic Park. But then, yeah, the Jurassic Park collection was probably the last Blu-ray I bought. Right. I'm still waiting for that next collection before I buy it because I knew there was going to be three movies. Oh yeah, that's going to be another one. But yeah, like I mean, physical media in a way is kind of like super you know, old school at this point, right? Yeah, like, which is I, is. I really don't remember the last time I popped in, you know, a, a DVD or. A no, because you're all about those laser discs, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> pop them in, and they're fantastic, and it's an experience. But that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> I, I just had to bring it up because it's, it's like one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen that you collect these ancient laser discs and talk about them all the time. And I'm just oh, like, I just, I don't get it. But I, we, we still haven't, we still haven't used it yet either. When like when I come over. Unedited Star Wars, you'll understand. I guess we'll, we'll believe that. So to speak. The fantastic nature of it. But, um, I mean, back back to like I don't know the music thing is is I see where that's where video should have stayed. Two, you know, maybe two, two or three big players in the game, and everybody just licenses out their stuff to it. Right. I mean, even though we say some artists are one to pull out, even Taylor Swift eventually gave up to Spotify, right? Because she knew wanna, she was trouble. If you want to listen to, if you want to listen to Shake It Off, then you can you can fire up Spotify. It's there for you. I know. I'm, I'm I'm completely aware of that. Don't, yeah. don't doubt me on my taste Swift here. <laughs> so that that's where I see, you know, the big mistake. And if that ever happens with music, you know, I mean, forget it. Like that, everything pirated again, right? Like, you, you I, I, yeah, it, it'll probably go back. And I think that's like, I think that's, I think a way we can wrap up this podcast um, are, are to kind of sum what we've been trying to say is, Cable television created a terrible market that Netflix and other streaming or Netflix swooped in and created a lot of the problems that you saw with cable by condensing it and make it in a very easy to use format. Right. And all of these companies are seeing the success Netflix had want to get in on it and are now creating the same problem there was with cable with there being too many options at too many different price points and it is creating a, another issue that we're going to have to deal with. Are you know, is it going to get to a point where these streaming services have to coincide and be like, hey, if you pay fifteen dollars a month, you get these, 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 and these streaming you services? Get, yeah, you get all three and, of these. Which and we're right back to cable. We're right back to was, cable, and also yeah. we didn't even touch on it, and I don't know, dive too deep on it, but we didn't even touch on it that like half the cable companies, well, maybe they even own a portion of some of these streaming services. Some are coming up with their own right away, right? So like I have AT&T and DirecTV now is being offered to me like every other day. I'm getting a letter in the mail asking me to sign up for their $10 a month streaming service. I don't want it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I don't use the AT&T TV that you forced me to have now. I'm not going to use your streaming service or pay extra for it, right? Right, right. And so you're going to have, you know, these cable companies, right, are trying to to you know save themselves as more people cut the cord and and they're just they're just adding to the problem right uh definitely adding to the problem because it's just creating a, another service we don't need right you know streaming has become what it uh what it set out to defeat right Came yes it has it has it its own worst enemy yeah it, you either die a hero or live long enough to see 
yourself become the villain and streaming exactly. services have become the villain again. I, yeah, I think that's the point we got to here, right? Is that they're just. It, the I mean, we went around her ass to touch her elbow, but that, <laughs> right. that's what we were getting at. And, you know, we would love to hear from anybody that listens to this, you know, what their thoughts on this are. Um, we're still working out on our format, but we will make sure that uh, our listeners do know that they are being listened to um in some way shape or form this is kind of it like this is this is kind of what we're going for because this this conversation that we had tonight me and andy have probably had hundreds of thousands of these conversations and we know there's something that everybody probably talks about but we just wanted to record it and then let people let us know what they think so you know maybe there's something about streaming services that me and Andy are missing here that you're understanding and like, Hey, how about you look at it this way? And I would love to have that because I am too old to argue. I'm too young to argue about these things and feel like an old man. Exactly. So obviously like Ben said, we're working on the format and how we're going to deal with interactions. So obviously we're going to have probably a Twitter account and a website and you know, Facebook page or a few, some combination of those things where we we'll want to have people interacting with us. Yeah. Um, and that's something that when this is released to a multitude of podcast services, um, that information will be down in the description or whatever it's called, right? On those services. Indeed. So be able to let us know, you know, what you think. Uh, or like Ben said, is there something that, that we maybe missed about these streaming services or is there something is there some kind of a glimmer of hope that we're ignoring or forgetting about because we're being grumpy and, you know, about this, right? Correct. And I mean, for, for the time being, we do have a couple of, uh, since we do kind of do the social media thing and, and things like that, there are a couple places you can reach out to us on. Um, I know for myself, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Fumbles 7 uh, and same on Twitch. Um, I do like to stream games there from time to time, and we'll probably start seeing some plugs for this podcast <laughs> on there. And uh, I believe you have some places yeah. to reach out. And I'm also on Twitch at the same name, so that's probably where you'll see you know both Ben and I. Um, if you don't enjoy Madden streams, you're going to have a real bad time watching mine. Uh, but Ben is getting a lot more diverse than I ever heard plan to be yeah, gotta but, love that rocket league <laughs> in borderlands too right now exactly so <laughs> you know those are those are places you can definitely you know if you hear this you reach out and uh feel free to you know chat with us about you know anything we talked about or even if you have some other ideas that you want to hear us be uh grumpy old men about you know we're always happy to take oh yeah we are always happy to take whatever subject you want to throw at us and either right. make it seem like the greatest thing ever or take a complete dump on it because <laughs> I have done that many times. Yeah. To a lot of things people love. And I don't realize that I've insulted you until I've insulted you. And I'll be real honest. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. So if you, uh, if you need a lesson in how to keep it too real, we'll gladly give that to you. Exactly. So, you know, if you uh, found us, I'd like to thank you guys for listening and uh, enjoying Hopefully the first of many episodes of uh, Too Young to Be So Old. Good night and good luck. Bye.